Hey, welcome to the Babes Talking Business Podcast. We are your hosts. I'm Lauren. I'm a mama, wife, author, and a network marketing professional. I'm really passionate about empowering women to step into their power and becoming self-led, self-ignited, and excited when it comes to their finances, businesses, relationships, and life. So I love we have created this space where women can come together to rise together, to have real and raw conversations and be reminded of their power, their worth and their vision when they forget. Because when one woman wins, we all win. And sometimes we just need someone to go first to show us what's possible. And I'm Shani. I'm a multi-passionate entrepreneur who loves to diversify the way I create wealth. And I love empowering and teaching you about it too. I'm an international speaker, a course creator, a professional network marketer, but my favorite job of all is being a mama. It's really important for me to fulfill my life's purpose with the impact and the work that I do, but my highest value is family. And so navigating the balance between being a kick-ass woman in business and a conscious mother is where I'm at and excited to share that with you too. Hang around me long enough and I'll show you how to step into your full potential and have you cultivating health, wealth, and fortune in a soulful and joyful way that feels good. Welcome back to the Babes Talking Business Podcast, episode 80. This is a recording of an online workshop that we held recently all around vision and goal setting. And we're so excited to deliver it to you because it is one of the most incredible strategies that you can implement at the end or beginning of every year to really help you set clear goals on what it is that you want to achieve, but also an action plan to put in place so that the goals that you set actually happen for you. And they're not just goals that you set at the beginning of the year that you get to the end of the year and look back on and think, wow, I didn't achieve anything this year. So here's the thing. The most successful and influential people that we know implement this exact strategy when it comes to their goal setting. And because we love you, this workshop actually comes with a free downloadable journal that prompts you with all the activities that we talk about in the workshop in regards to how to set goals, how to get clear with your vision, how to distinguish what your top values are, how to rate your different life areas out of 10. All the amazing things that we talk about in this workshop, you'll find in the workbook. So you can head over to www.babestalkingbusiness.com forward slash podcast forward slash 80, and you'll see the ability to grab your workbook there. And also just a little heads up, because this was a live event, you will probably hear us talk to people in the chat, which obviously we don't have in a podcast recording. So when you hear things like comment in the chat, that's what that is. If you would love to watch the recording of this, because you are a visual person, you can also watch that on our website at the website link below. All right, let's get straight into it. Let's get clear on your goals and your vision. Hello, everybody. How's everyone doing today? How is your beautiful Saturday morning going or Friday evening if you're from somewhere in the Northern Hemisphere? So good to see so many of you on today. We're so excited to be here. We have been so excited to bring this event 
we think that goal setting and vision casting and just being really clear with what it is that you want to create for the year ahead is so important. It's something that we've been doing for years now. And I have only started goal setting like this when I start, when I opened my business. Yeah. How about you? I think I was the same. I, me and my husband were actually reflecting. We do what we're about to teach you guys today. We've been doing it every year for six years now. And it's a really beautiful process that we sit down and we do at the start of the year, not just for ourselves personally, whether it's business, it's health, it's relationships. It's a really beautiful activity to sit down and do with your life partner to really yeah. forecast and have a conversation around what's important, not just to you, but to you guys. If you're in a partnership or somebody that you love dearly and you want to have them put you on a journey or doing it with your best friend. It's just a really beautiful, soulful process that gets you thinking about what's important to you, what you want to call in this year, how you want to show up, what you want to prioritize. So we're just really excited to share that with you today. I think as well, it's, you know, it's wise to be intentional about what it is that you want to cultivate in your life. It's so important to be clear with the path ahead. I definitely started years in the past where I've kind of done it with the blindfold on and gone, oh, it would be nice to have this. So it would be nice for that to happen. But the process that we're going to share with you today just really helps you tune in to yourself and what it is your purpose is here, what makes you happy, joyful, and just so that you finish the year off feeling fulfilled. So who's excited about that? Pop a one in the chat if you're like, I need to be guided with this because the number one thing that I come across with a lot of women that we mentor in business is they usually say, I just don't know what I want. And I just want to normalize that for a moment. It's okay to not have clarity on what it is you want. Who else feels like that? Pop a two in the chat. And it's totally a safe space to be like, yep. Sometimes I go to goal set, but I just, I'm so exhausted. I don't even know what I want in life. So we are really going to help you to overcome that today. So before we get started, I always love to start something like this with an intention. And I'd love for you to have a good think about what is your intention today? What is it that you want to take away from this workshop? What is it that you want to finish with, like with the beautiful workbook that we've gifted? When you get to the end of that workbook or when you get to the end of this workshop, how do you want to feel walking away from it? So have a good think about that and let us know in the chat just so that we can make sure that we deliver for you today. Donna said, my intention is to get my goals clear and plan how to get there. You're definitely going to yes, get there it. today, Donna. Anyone else want to share? I want to have clarity and focus. Sarah, it's so nice to hear from you and have you on the line. Marsha, be intentional with my goals and map them out step by step. Coming back to my true authentic self, empowered strategies, clear business and health goals, to have goals that I'll really follow through this year. Mm, awesome. Um, clear plan, focus, clarity, intention, inspiration. I'm loving hearing these and I'm, I think you're going to love today. I think we're going to touch on all those things. All right. Well, let's get into it. I'm just going to ask everybody to mute themselves. I know sometimes you accidentally unmute yourself. So we'll tag team it. We'll be sound check, DJ. <laughs> speaker, PowerPoint person. So here we go. All of the things. Let's get stuck into it. First of all, what we're about to take you through is something that we know every single high achiever that we definitely have in our circle of influence and people that we talk to who are entrepreneurs or even people who just want to create something for themselves. They always do this and 
what you'll finish with at the end of this workshop, it's got to be hanging up somewhere. Okay. So we're going to give you a couple of options of what you can do at the end with what you create today, just so that it's not something you just write down and then forget about and um, do nothing with. So a little bit about us, if you don't know us, uh, my name's Lauren Kerr. I am a mama of a beautiful nine-month-old girl, Stevie. I am a wife. I am a published and best-selling author. And my background's actually in psychology. So you, as you'll hear the processes that Shannon and I are teaching today, we're actually going to infuse them, not just with our personal experience, but what we also know and study and have been in, I guess, specializing in behind the scenes for the last decade now. So I'm going to be intertwining, infusing psychology and mindset and everything that we teach today. My background is in psychology. Neurolinguistic programming. I'm a life coach. I'm a mindset coach. And I'm also a mentor to thousands of women around the world, teaching them how they can live and create a life that aligns with their highest values and how to also monetize that as well. And for those of you who don't know me, my name is Shani Thompson. I was a registered nurse and in my mid 20s, I decided that I wanted more out of life. And so I chased my dreams of being my own boss to have full autonomy and flexibility on the life that I created. And I'm so glad I did that. I'm a mama to a beautiful little nine-month-old Rui. He is my world. I am a wife and I'm also a dog mom to the cutest Frenchie in the world. But alongside that, I am a multi-passionate entrepreneur. I have a diverse range of passions and things that I love to do. I'm in the wellness space, property development, investing, e-commerce, and network marketing as well. I have a beautiful podcast with Lozzie. We are co-hosts together of the Babes Talking Business podcast. And I love to speak on international stages. I love, love, love. My passion and my purpose is to really help people and empower them to step into their full potential. So that is what we're doing today. We get to fulfill our purpose here on this call. So we just want to thank you for being here and showing up because you are letting us tick our box of what makes us so happy. So I want to talk about the process that we're going to go through today. Now, this is in your workbook. And if you don't have the workbook in front of you, I'm going to make sure when Loz is on next, I'll pop it in the chat for you so you can download it. But essentially, it's a seven-step process. I don't want you to be overwhelmed by this though. Okay, it's super simple. And we're going to do it together. I'm going to hold your hand and we're going to make sure that you finish this workshop feeling empowered and like, holy moly, goal setting is so easy. So the first part is distinguishing our values. The second part is understanding that, yes, we've got life areas that are our top and highest values, but sometimes we also neglect other life areas. So we're going to distinguish what these life areas are for you and in particular, help you become super clear with the life areas you want to improve on this year as well. We're then going to set goals in these life areas but we're then going to break it down into bite-sized pieces and create milestone goals. And my favorite part of this whole process is creating something that you can then celebrate with when you achieve those little baby steps and those milestones. Because I think the biggest problem with goal setting is it's so amazing to reach for the stars and you know dream big, but when that doesn't get broken down into bite-sized pieces, we then get overwhelmed with the goal and then that's when we give up. Pop a three in the chat if you've definitely done that before. I certainly have. <laughs> and I realized soon that by not creating little baby steps and celebrating the small wins, I was actually shooting myself in the foot. And that's why I wasn't achieving my goals. The next step is so important. And this is a step that a lot of people miss. And it's about equilibrating the fear and anticipating the challenges. And I know it sounds a little bit counterintuitive to think about, you know, the things that may go wrong along the way, 
but I think it is such an incredible characteristic for whenever you set a goal, not to just polarize it and go, that's going to be amazing. I'll be happy when this happens, or I'll be you know, more happier when I have this much money in the bank account, or when my business is this size, or when this happens in our family, or when we go on this big trip together. Instead, we've got to distinguish what could potentially be some speed bumps along the way. And those who anticipate really are able to create a plan of action to pivot and create a plan B and to continue going on with that goal. So that's a really important step. The next step is creating an affirmation or the word of the year for you, which is exciting. It's the word of the year or the affirmation that you're going to stick by all year. And last but not least, it's all about taking action. So we've got some templates in the workbook that you can use. So everything that you put together today, you can have on a laminated piece of paper somewhere. Like I like to have my goals in my shower. I know that's really weird, but I laminate it and I blue tack it onto my shower wall. So every time I'm having a shower, which is twice a day, I am looking actively at my goals and it's so powerful. If that's not your thing, we are going to guide you with how to create an action board. This is totally different to a vision board. I love vision boards, but I'm all about creating the action steps so that you actually achieve these goals by the end of the year. So how does that sound to everybody? Let me know if you're super excited for that. Yay. I can see all you guys like, yay. All right. So let's talk about the wheel of life. If you've managed to print your workbook in time, or if you have it on your smart device, your remarkable, something like that, feel free to cross out any of the life areas that they're not really relevant to you. For example, you might think that career in business is not really something that you want to focus on this year. Maybe you're a new mama like myself and you're like, you know what? This is not my year. I'm in a different phase of life. This is not my year for career and business. I'm going to cross that out. I'm going to put a different life area there. Maybe it's something more like you want to focus on your intimacy with your partner, or maybe you want to focus on your presence, your, your branding, your social relationships. I'm just putting it out there, just letting you know you can totally cross out whatever doesn't resonate with you. What I want you to do here is I want you to rate on a scale of one to 10, with one being not so great and 10 being freaking amazing. I want you to rate that life area right now. And I want you to get really clear with how every area of your life on this wheel right now is happening for you. So I'm just going to pop a little bit of music on for just a couple of seconds so you can do this without me talking in the background. And then I'm going to get on through to the next part. So, okay, what came up for you guys? Who's got a spiky star? (laughs) Who's got a round, beautiful ball? I did this at the beginning of the year, like I always do, and my star was spiky. (laughs) I have a nine-month-old baby, so a lot of my life areas have definitely been put on the back burner because, of course, when you become a mama, your baby becomes your world. And so I'm going to be the first to admit, I definitely put my health and wellness to the side there for a little bit. I definitely put my relationship, my marriage to the side for a bit. So this is just a really great way for you to understand and see a little bit more clearer, okay, this life area really needs some R&R. Celeste has said, not a round ball, haha, but lots of areas I feel pretty happy about. That's awesome. And you're definitely always going to have an imbalance. One area of life is always going to be thriving. And sometimes we accidentally put others on the, on the wayside. So that's normal. Have a nearly round ball with a few spikes nicely. 
Okay, well, let's get into this part. Now, a lot of the activities that we have in the workbook, we're going to let you do in your own time over the weekend. So you'll see in your workbook, you've got some questions here like, which life areas did not score so great? Which life areas could you focus on more? What behaviors or habits do you feel has created lower scores in some of those life areas? I'm going to let you guys do that reflection later on after the workshop. Try and get really clear with what's happening there for you. The next part of the goal setting process is distinguishing what our top values are. And this is so important. I believe that we live a life of fulfillment, pure joy and happiness when we live life in alignment with our highest values. And what this means is, you know, and these change, by the way, depending on what phase of life you're in. For example, before baby, one of my highest values was growth, money, business. Now that I'm in a different phase of life, my highest value is my family. Isn't that funny how things like that change? So this is really important to do yearly. Your values always change. So this journaling process is really going to help you distinguish, okay, what am I valuing right now? So what do you enjoy doing that makes you feel motivated and energized? What are some things that you do just for you? Or who makes you feel the most inspired? What do you always make time for no matter what? Like for me right now, I always make time for my little man and just being present and just being in nature and turning the phone off. So that's going to tell me a little bit about where my highest values lie right now. What do you think about and talk about frequently with others? So you'll be prompted there to have a good think about your top five values. We have a couple of quizzes for you to do if you need some more help with this. Loz will put a link um, in in a moment. She's got an awesome quiz on her website. And another one that I really love to use is one by Dr. John Martini. So if you Google search Dr. John Martini values, that'll come up. And Loz will put her quiz in the chat as well. So you guys can do that one if you need a little bit more help distinguishing what those top five values are. So just a quick question before we move on to the next part. I'd love to know who here is really clear already with what their top five values are. I'd love for you to let me know in the chat. Is this something that you are super clear on? Leanne's a yes. I recently found out my values have surpassed what the company I work for currently have. There we go. My health and wellness business and health goals and moving out of home and wealth and money and joy and happiness. Beautiful. It's a lot of you guys who are super clear on this. Some of you guys aren't and that's okay. So those resources that we're about to pop in the chat is really going to help you distinguish this by doing the quiz. So you can do that in your own time. Tamara is fun, joy, presence, passion, and purpose. And some of these might actually give you guys some ideas too. So if you do know what your values are, pop them in the chat. Let's share them. Family, nature, movement, travel, adventure. Yeah, mine's definitely one of my highest values right now is definitely just being present, mindfulness, my well-being, my health and well-being, my family, those are some of mine. Family, home, fitness, passion, love, growth, freedom, support from others, gratitude. These are amazing. And Loz has just popped that free values test in the chat for you guys. Okay, cool. For those of you who aren't too short, don't stress. Those quizzes are going to help you and you can fill this out after the workshop today. This next part is one of my favorite activities. And guys, please, please pay attention to this. This is your joy menu. These are things that bring you so much joy. So I'm going to give you a couple of examples. 
For me, it's reading. It's sitting in the sun. It's playing with my dog, Hozzy. It's being mindful and present and playing with my boy, Rui. It's traveling the world. It's speaking and empowering people to live their best life. They're just a couple of things that bring me so much joy. I want you to write down what your joy menu items are and thing that you're going to do every single day this year is make sure that you at least tick one of these things off in your day every day. It's so important, especially for those of us who have a career, a high-paced business, those of us who, you know, serve people, serve our family. Sometimes we can feel really depleted by the end of the day, especially when we give, give, give. And what I find is when we do this, we then have no time to give to ourselves and our goals become irrelevant because we are so burnt out. So by making sure that you're living life in alignment with your values and doing your joy menu items every day, you're really helping to fill your cup up so that you're serving from an overflow. So I'll let you guys do this in your own time as well, okay? But I want you to at least come up with 10 things that bring you joy. Okay, so we're up to the part where... We're going to bring Lozzie on because we're going to talk a little bit more about setting up your goals. So Lozzie, I will hand it over to you. Hello, hello, hello. So my favorite part about goal setting, maybe pop a four in the chat if you've goal set before, but it's always been about progress and achievement. And it comes to the end of the year and you haven't ticked off your goals and you're like, I suck. This didn't work. What we're going to teach you today is going to be really refreshing because What I learned, especially when I was studying my psychology degree, is goal setting is such a massive part of actually experiencing fulfillment. And it's so important for happiness. So you'll see in the workbooklet, there is a really beautiful goal setting template. It looks like this. You can see it on the slides. There's actually two in there. You'll find one that's on the page that you're probably on now. And there's one at the back. There's two colors. So it can be his and hers if you want to do this with your partner. So there is a thing called the science of flow and the art of fulfillment. And I'm going to explain what we mean by that. So a lot of the times when we're setting goals, and maybe you've done this previously, you've gone to set a goal and you don't even know where to start. You don't really, you're not following a template or a theory. You're setting all these things that you think you should do. Maybe you're like, oh, well, Joe Blow down the streets, got a big house. Maybe I should buy a big house. Maybe I should increase my income this year. Oh, all my friends are having babies. Maybe I should have a baby this year. My friends are getting married. All my friends are traveling, whatever it might be. And this is what I find is one of the biggest traps with goal setting. You set goals in alignment with what you think society is going to give you accolades for, what society is going to recognize and celebrate, rather than setting goals that align with your highest values, which is the process that Shan just spoke and took you through. So what you want to do and what I encourage you to do is use this template. And once you've, if you haven't, don't already know your highest values, maybe over the weekend, if you do that process, you do one of those different um, values tests that we did. You'll see there's eight different squares there. What I encourage you to do is write a value in each of those eight squares. Because what this is going to do is this is going to help you set goals that align with your highest values. There's no point saying that you want to create more money or have a bigger business if that's actually not something that lights you up. There's no point saying that you want to travel the world just because you think that that's something that's important and that's what other people are inspired by. If you've got no aspiration to travel and actually brings you no fulfillment. There's no point in thinking that you should buy the bigger house or the car if when you sit down and you do that goal setting template or you do your values test and you realize those things actually aren't things that light you up and inspire you. So what you want to do with this template is find your eight most highest values, the ones that most align with your your truth, and then you want to set little goals underneath all of them. 
And so what this ends up being, goal setting isn't so much about achievement or progress. It's actually about living a life in alignment with your highest values, which is going to bring you fulfillment. And the really cool thing about this as well is that when you start setting goals that align with your highest values, you will find yourself less likely to self-sabotage your goals because the goals that you're setting are intrinsically motivating. So what I mean by this is the goals that I set are I've deemed are important to me and my values, not because I feel like I should be doing this or because my parents told me I should do this or this is important to my friendship circle or this is important to my boss. These goals are goals that I have sat down and I've taken the time to really do some deep reflection on what lights me up. What's important to me for this season of life that you're in? Like Shen spoke about before, values can change as well. Like I looked at my goal setting template from, like I said, me and my husband do this every year. So I was reflecting on the goals that we've set the last six years doing this process. And it's so interesting how much they changed. There was a season of life there where I was personally really driven by business and goals and income and travel. Like every year we had different places we wanted to put on our list. And this year, a lot of my goals were just about enjoying routine, prioritizing sleep. That was a big one for me. I never thought sleep would be a goal of mine. Sleep now is as a new mom. Health, being able to move every day, which has always been important to me, but something I really needed help prioritizing this year. So if you can sit down and use those subheadings once you've done your values, or another thing you can do if you don't want to do them in line with your values is do them in the different areas of life that came up on your wheel of life. So For me, um, something might have been health and wellness, and then it was travel, then it was family or marriage or relationships or recreation. So whatever things that maybe came up in your wheel of life as circles that are important to you or areas that you need to give a little bit of R&R this year, this is a really cool way to use this too. And like I was suggesting at the start, this is a really beautiful process to sit down and do with your life partner or a best friend, someone's important to your life because it helps you Maybe pop a six in the chat if you might be relate to this. You want to have these conversations with your partner, but you don't know how to bring them up. Like you want to have deep and meaningful conversations around like what's important to you and for the season of life that you're navigating right now, like what do you want to create? And I think especially to start becoming parents, how many in the line of your parents, so you pop a little love, put your hand up, let me know how many parents in the line. You do get so deep in like parent life that maybe you forget to prioritize your marriage or even it's just the other person, not the other person as your husband, not the other person as a dad, the other person is for me, Dan, like him as a person, what lights him up? What's important to him? So this process is really cool to do with your life partner because you give the opportunity to really hear what's on your life partner's heart right now, what's important to them. So you can set goals that align with each of you this year. And you also get to think about what, who do I need to become? Or what does my partner need for me to support me? But likewise, you get to have that conversation and be like, okay, well, what do I need to ask for my partner to make this happen? So I don't know how many women are on the line and maybe mamas juggling a side business. Maybe if that's a goal of yours, it brings up the conversation of being like, well, if I want to build this around a baby, this is what I need. I need an hour at night to sit down and do this. I need your help. This is what this looks like. Is this possible to ask for you? Or for me, I really wanted to start running again and working out in the mornings because I was doing it while my little girl sleeps. And I've now realized how sacred those windows are. So when she sleeps, I want to be working. <laughs> So for me and my husband, we had to sit down and be like, well, if I want to go and work out in the morning, so I had two options. I have to get up at four or five in the morning to work out if that was a value of mine, something that was important, or I had to go find a gym that had a crash. But one of my other values was sleep. And so I don't want to get up at four in the morning and go to the gym. So I found a gym that had a crash. And this is another reason why when you set goals like this, it's going to help you live a life of fulfillment. 
because you want to set goals that align with all your values. And this is why another thing I see a lot of women do and men when they go to set goals is they, for example, maybe one of your values is business right now, but one of your other values is health. And in the pursuit of maybe achieving your business goals, you fully neglect your health goals and you start to burn out. And you're like, I don't want to do this anymore. This isn't lighting me up. This is inspiring me. Maybe self-doubt starts to creep in. You start thinking, this isn't for me. I can't do this. This isn't worth it. But what's really happening is it is worth it. It does light you up. It's inspiring. But what you've actually done is you've failed or you've neglected another area of your life that you've already identified is important for your fulfillment. So doing balanced goals like this helps you make sure that you don't neglect one area of your life that you've also identified as important for you to experience happiness. Because yes, there's going to be seasons of strategic imbalance and there's going to be things that you may sacrifice in the pursuit of any goal. So when I think about seasons of my life, there's a season of my life where I threw everything at my business. And yeah, I made some sacrifices in that season, but the sacrifices I made were drinking on the weekends and going out with friends. And I sacrificed Netflix and movies that was easy for me to do because that wasn't a value of mine. What a value was of mine was family and quality time. So I made sure in the pursuit of achieving business goals, I didn't neglect family and value quality time with them. I just made sure I had that also penciled into my diary. So when you're setting goals, use your values as little subheadings to prompt you to set goals under each. And I also encourage you like, yes, there might be areas of your life right now where You've got big, audacious, hairy goals, and Shen's going to help you break them down in regards to milestone goals in a second, and that's fine. But what I encourage you to do, even though there might be areas where you've got big goals, make sure in the other areas that you've also identified are your highest values, you may have small goals. They don't have to have these big ones. It's just to make sure that you don't neglect those areas in the pursuit of other things that is going to affect your fulfillment and your happiness. I wanted to quickly show you as well and just teach you a little bit of psychology and mindset around this. So goal setting, like I referred to earlier, has actually been found to be one of the biggest influences when it comes to fulfillment, happiness, and mental health. So there's a psychologist called, I'm going to try to say his name correctly, Chikai Misenmihai, a bit of a tongue twister. You can look him up. Um, But I love his quote. He says, happiness is an internal state of being, not an external one of achieving. He found happiness levels can be shifted through introducing more flow. If challenges are too low, one gets back to flow by increasing them. If challenges are too great, one can return to flow by learning new skills. And so there's a cool diagram here. I'm just going to quickly explain this. So how many of you, maybe pop a seven in the chat at the start of the year, if you don't, or any time, not just at the start of the year, but if you don't have goals or intentions or things that excite you, you feel depressed. You feel like you're in a rut. You feel like you're not going anywhere. So what's happening is you haven't given yourself something to get excited for, something to strive for. And I know flow is this word that seems to get thrown around, but there is science behind it. Flow is an experience that you may feel when you've immersed yourself in an activity that brings you joy or you've had to stretch yourself. So I know for me personally, I experience flow when I'm going for a run, when I'm fully immersed, I'm in the zone, I'm present. I experience flow when I'm writing my books. I experience flow when I'm dancing. Flow is a phenomenon that you can experience when you're so engrossed in a task that's making you, you have to apply yourself to a certain level where you are so immersed and you're so present. So maybe pop in the chat where you experience flow. So if you're not setting yourself goals that stretch you a little bit, that make you apply yourself, you won't be experiencing flow. So if you're not setting goals and you're not 
deliberately putting yourself in situations to like push your edge a little bit, that's when you start feeling depressed and you lose motivation and you're bored and you start thinking the grass is greener somewhere else when it's really where you water it. And this is why it's so important to make sure that you're thinking about what's important to me, what brings me fulfillment for this season of life, what are my values? And then making sure you're stretching yourself just a little bit in each of those values so you can experience flow. That's where you're going to feel excitement and you're going to start getting this natural zest for life and enthusiasm again. Likewise, if you set massive goals that are just so not linked to reality, that's when you can't stretch you, but you've got no proof or you've got no action plan of how you can actually start taking action towards it. And it just feels like it's so out of your realm of reality. That's when anxiety starts to creep in and you actually don't do anything about it. You self-sabotage your goals. So there's a really sweet spot. So if you want to experience more flow and fulfillment, there is a science behind it. That's why goal setting is not just about progress and achievement. It's about stretching yourself, deliberately stretching yourself so you can experience flow, which is so important. It's like the main ingredient for fulfillment. And you can start seeing yourself making progress in little areas of your life that you've deemed are important to you. So I'm going to flick it to Shen now, who's going to explain how you can set milestone goals and really tease out goals underneath each of those subheadings for your values. So you can actually get a bit of an action plan going as well. Um, Thank you, Lozzie. Okay. So I wanted to just prompt you guys as well, obviously in that, let me just go back. And I think Loz mentioned this, but just be super clear with this, this is what you're going to laminate. This is what you're going to print out. And um, by the end of the workshop, you'll have your mantra and affirmation for that top box. But we've put eight squares there for you to choose eight different life areas. You can choose which one of your top values you'd like to work on. And also we've left some room there for you to also choose some of those life areas from the wheel of life that weren't rating so high. So I want to invite you to choose eight different life areas to work on. And you know what? If it's just six for you, that's okay. You can leave two boxes empty. (laughs) This is where you get to decide how you want to fill this out. So start having you think about what are the eight life areas that you would really love to work on? Because this next section is all about setting the goals in particular for each little box. And this is what you're going to write in each box. So these, so you'll see in your workbook, we've got life area number one, and I've created multiple pages here for you so that in case you have more than eight, you've got extra, or maybe you make a mistake on one and you want to redo it up. So there's just extra there for you to really free flow with, but I'll just run you through how to use this. First of all, I want you to write the first life goal. Let's do this together. Write the first life goal that you're definitely going to be setting a goal with this year. And I want you to pop it in the chat. I want to know what's everyone's top value (laughs) or what's everyone's top life area that they're like, this really needs some loving this year. So we've got business, travel, health, exceptional marriage. I love that, Leanne. Travel, health, business, starting the day with time and God. That's beautiful, Samantha. Love and partnership health, marriage, relationships, travel, myself. Oh, Mel. Do you know, for about five years, my top value was me. (laughs) When people used to ask me, what are your top three values? My number one was I am my top value. And that really, really gave me some incredible results in all my different life areas. So I love that you are your top value. Victoria, travel, money, wealth, being present with the kids. Wonderful. Okay. So you're all pretty clear on what the first life area is. In that first box there where it says goals, goal or goals, 
you know what, guys, it's okay for you to set just one goal if you like. And this is what Lauren was saying before. Sometimes we get so caught up in the goal setting process that we have to achieve more, be more, have more, do more. And in the pursuit of that, we really lose sight of what the whole point of goal setting and visioneering is about. Sometimes it's about maintaining what we already have. And that's okay. That's not playing small. That's you just knowing that it's okay for me to, like right now, I'm working out four days a week. I don't want to work out five. I want to work out four. I'm going to maintain that. So I just want you to think about what are some goals that you would love to achieve in this life area? You know what though? You may be like, no, I'm ready for growth in this life area. I can't maintain what I have, but I'm inspired and excited to have more here and be more abundant in this life area and have more fulfillment. And if that's you, I want you to write big goals here. I want you to write more than one. So I want you to just be very intuitive with this process. There's no right or wrong. There's no, I have to grow anymore and do more. There's no, like it's playing small if I stay here where I am. It's totally like you have full flexibility of what this life area is going to look like for you this year. So does that make sense for you? Does that feel nice? Actually, let me know in the chat. Does that feel really nice for you to just go within and be very intuitive with this process and go, ah, that actually feels really nice to do this. There's no cookie cutter process to this. This is you driving the ship. All right. So that first box, you get to write one, two, three, four, five, 10, 20 goals if you like. I don't mind. You are the writer of your story. You are the producer, the creator, the actor. You are the person doing this. The next part is your key milestones. So for every goal you set, I want you to break it down into quarters. And I'm going to explain why this works really well. Let's just say that one of my goals to work on is to double my business. Okay, so that would be a goal that I write in that top section. Then I'm going to be prompted to, well, how do I break this down into tiny baby steps? What can I do between January and March? And then what's my next step from April to June? What am I going to do in June and September? And what am I going to do in October to December? And the question to ask yourself is, is this baby step, is this milestone taking me one step closer to my end result? So I want you to write that down. Is this milestone or is this step taking me one step closer to my end result? So an example of what I would do in January to March is I might do a 90-day run, which is actually something that I'm doing right now. Right now, I am going all in in my business and I'm so excited to create some success and momentum and growth in my business after having a year off being very heavily pregnant and then a mama. (laughs) So I went on maternity leave around this time last year. So now I'm ready to get back into it. Barbie's nine months and it's my time. I've had my year off of being just fully present. And now one of my goals is to really share my time and be a conscious mother, but also be a kick-ass entrepreneur. So that's my where I'm at right now. So I'm doing a 90-day run. I am running from January through to the end of March, and I'm up-leveling myself in all areas of business, my personal development, my professional development, my social media, my branding, the value that I give. That is my sole focus for my little 90 days from January to March. Does that make sense? So that's what I've ticked off. I'm doing right now at the end of March. I can tick that off. The next step I want you to look at though, 
which is underneath is what are the potential challenges that might come up for this milestone? What might come across? Now, when I did my goal setting and my, I guess, assessing potential challenges, I definitely wrote down, I think I'm going to get overwhelmed. (laughs) And guess what? I'm definitely overwhelmed. Side story, I was talking to Lozzie the other day and I was a total space cadet, wasn't I, Loz? <laughs> Loz is laughing at me in the background, but I was like, Loz, I don't know if I've told you this, but blah, blah, blah. And oh my gosh, I can't really think right now, but I don't know if I've, I've done this or I've done that. And Loz is like, bro, are you okay? I was like, no, I'm not okay. I'm doing a lot right now. So a potential challenge for me was well, this is going to be me stepping back into business after a nice, beautiful, slow year off. And I'm going to have to find my feet. The next question there is, well, how will I overcome this? And this is where you need to get very granular. At the time when I wrote this, I thought, okay, I'm going to need Matt to support me. I'm going to need to set up some things in my life to really help me move forward. So I started thinking about, well, how can I ask for more support? What are some things that I can set in place? So Matt and I did some goal setting. We sat down and I said to him, I think with this 90 day run, I'm really going to need one hour in the morning to myself. So Rui wakes up at like five, sometimes six, sometimes, you know, he is his own person. We, he's entered our life and we're just living around him at the moment. So he'll wake up at five and Matt and I know we have two hours between the next nap. And so I've just asked for an hour to myself so I can go and meditate, I can journal, I can do some gratitude, I can really fill my cup up and then we swap. Then I give him his hour and then we can both be present parents for him and really serve the people that we serve in our businesses from a full cup because that's what we do. Actually really helps me lower my overwhelm. So that's just a perfect example. What's the challenge? How can you overcome that? And usually overcoming the challenge is by setting things up ahead of time, anticipating that something is going to come up ahead and putting that plan in place first. Then lastly, how will I celebrate? When you complete that milestone, you've got to celebrate. You have to celebrate the small wins. And this is something I see a lot of entrepreneurs do in particular. They don't celebrate the small wins. They just quickly go to the next thing and the next thing. And they forget that along the way, they need to celebrate that journey. So what is something that you can do after that 90-day milestone is complete? For me, I'm going to Bali. (laughs) So that's mine. And so I've got some things over in Bali that I want to do if I complete the 90-day run, which I definitely will. That's my personality type. But I've already got some things booked over in Bali that I'm really excited about. There's a new spa over there that I want to go and get my hair done at, my nails done at. So that's the experience that I'm giving myself. So this is just an example. April, June, choose another milestone. And then the third quarter, another milestone. And the fourth quarter, another one. And I want you to write potential challenges for each thing you write in that milestone box. Does that make sense to you guys? I know it seems like in depth, but this is the process of goal setting where you get really granular and very clear and you anticipate what could potentially be coming up ahead. So the next part is all about reflection. And I'm really excited to bring Loz back on for this part because this is her zone of genius. So Lozzie, back over to you, babe. Hope you guys are loving today. This last part of the process is actually giving yourself the time and space to conceptualize the person you're stepping into. So we've obviously taken the time to think about or we've reflected on what's important to us and 
the values we want to create in going forward. We've now taken the time to really map out a bit of an action plan. Like, okay, these are the things that are important to me. This is what the next 12 months are going to look like me applying it. But the last part of this process that Shannon and I were talking about that we feel like a lot of people miss is the embodiment part. It's actually acting as if you're that person now, not being like, I will be happy when my business is this size, or I will be confident when my business is this size, or I will be a loving mom when I get this much amount of sleep, (laughs) whatever it might be. I'm just trying to think of some certain examples that may apply for you guys on the line. You need to start showing up as that person now for those goals to come. You have to make sure that you are the person that you're anticipating to be for reality to then catch up. It's like a vortex. So some questions I want you to start thinking about, and there's some prompts in your journal that you can use, is describe how your future self shows up in detail. I know sometimes this might sound or feel wishy-washy, like who is my future self? Go back to those goals you set at at the start. Not like who is this amazing person I feel like I should be or society's telling me I should be. My future self is the best version of myself that I set in accordance to the goals and my values that were at the start of this beautiful masterclass workshop for you today. So how does that future self of you show up when she's honoring those values? What actions does she take? What's her energy like? Start thinking about the, if you've got a feeling or an energy you want to embody, or maybe she dresses a certain way, or maybe her day looks a certain way, maybe she surrounds herself with certain people. What actions can you take today to start embodying that? Like if you know that there's a certain energy that she uses, what do you need to do to get into that zone and that energy every day? So how do you want to feel in your future self? What emotions do you want to experience? How do you want to be perceived by others? And I think this comes back to really beautifully what Shem was mentioning before. She's very calm and poised. She has a very good job of when she's stressed and not coming across like that. But in order for her to come across and be perceived like that, she has to prioritize having that time in this morning for herself to ground, to get calm, to anchor, to practice gratitude, to visualize. So what can you deliberately do to help you show up in the energy and the state that your future self would? There's some other really beautiful prompts there. You can ask yourself to start getting these juices flowing and thinking about how do you embody this person? Some things that I love to do is look back on your, if your future self, looks back on your current self, so the person that you are now, what advice would they give you? Because sometimes you're sitting there and you're like, I don't know how the next level of me would show up. I don't know. But what if you did? What if you could like just time jump to that version of you and she's looking back at you now? What advice would she give you? If you secretly knew, what would be that next inspired step that she would say, hey, Laura's like, it's this. What if you would drown out the noise and you would just listen to your intuition? What would that next thing be for you? What are the habits your future self has? And how can you start incorporating that into your daily routine now? Don't wait until show up now and let that come to you. It's that cause and effect that Shen popped in the chat. Another thing I love to do is to get like this embodiment piece and the reflective juices coming. And I usually do this on New Year's. So I write this usually on the 1st of January. So you can do it now. It's the 21st as you're watching this. But think about if you were to write a letter from your future self in a year's time, So it's like a time capsule and you don't read it again to 12 months from today. What does the next 12 months look like? What's coming? What do your days look like? What's all the beautiful magic juiciness and abundance you're about to call in? If you start thinking and putting yourself in that kind of posture, you start acting as if it helps you bring in the energetics that you need for those goals to come. Because if you want something different, and that's the whole point of setting goals, right? Is that they're different. 
It's out of your realm of reality right now. It's out of your zone of comfort. You're here. It's goals that are requiring you to meet yourself at your edge. And sometimes that's where we get scared and we retreat. So if you want something different, which is what goals are, you need to become something different, which means you may act a little bit differently. Maybe you be a bit more confident. Maybe you, in business goals, maybe you show up on social media a little bit differently. Maybe you start putting a little bit more effort into your makeup or your hair. Maybe you start showing your face and talking to camera. Maybe you start adding a little bit more value. Another beautiful piece of this embodiment, and this is how I catch myself, and it's just a really nice mindset hack. Let's say maybe one of your health goals was, I'm going to run a half marathon by the end of the year. So when it comes to maybe eating, sleeping, moving, any other relevant goals that may come off that, rather than being like, what do I have to do? Ask yourself, what would a runner do? Like there's an identity piece. What would that person do? So if I'm thinking of myself, the woman that has doubled the size of her business, every time I'm going to do something, I embody her and I'd be like, okay, what would she do in this situation? Would she say yes to that opportunity? Would she honor her time a little bit more? What kind of value would she show on social media? Or if I'm thinking about the mother that I want to be, for an example, or the wife I really want to step into and really embody and and recommit to this year, I use the embodiment piece of, let's say, what's the energy I want to be in or that next level wife wants to be in when my husband comes home from work. When you're having maybe a disagreement, what's that level or how does that wife they want to be, how would she show up? What energy would she cultivate in this relationship? How would she respond when they're having maybe a disagreement? So use this embodiment piece to kind of like to catch you and to guide you in like the situation, the little things, because those little things throughout your day that add up and compound to make the big goals. It's how you show up. It's how you respond. And the truth is that we can plan as much as we like, but life happens. And so when life happens and things aren't part of your plan, aren't part of your little mustering goals or things that you didn't anticipate or you didn't inoculate yourself for, put yourself back with the identity piece and think, okay, that caught me off guard. That kind of surprised me. But how does this next level of me show up? How would she respond? How would she process this? What would be the story that she takes from this? What would be the questions that she would ask herself from this? So really start to think and use this reflection piece as you set your goals to really anchor and start showing up as her now. So the next part is all about equilibrating fear and anticipating the talent challenges, which I kind of went into just before, but I want to get really granular on this because high performers and successful people who achieve their goals and dreams are very, very intentional with this part of the process. And this is the scary part. This is like, it feels counterintuitive to think about, well, what can go wrong? But it's not being a pessimist. It's actually being a realist. And so I'm just going to walk you through some of the things that you can do. You can identify potential roadblocks by thinking ahead what might stand in your way of achieving those goals. And then plan accordingly. It's so important to do that part. My favorite part of doing this is I go and find people who have created the goal that I've set and I ask them what happened along the way. Like, tell me about your speed bumps, your challenges. Get input from others who have achieved what it is that you are inspired to achieve. And this is a bold step. I know it feels a little bit odd to reach out to someone. But for an example, last night, I reached out to a girl who I follow on Instagram. We both follow each other. We're like Instagram friends. And I just straight out said to her, hey, babe, I I know this is a little bit random and out of the blue, but I'm really inspired by your journey with XYZ. And I just thought I'd ask you, this is what I'm experiencing right now. 
did you experience that too? And how did you overcome that? And she gave, she was so helpful. She gave me so much advice and she gave me things to Google. And I was just like, wow, thank you. Like she didn't get anything out of that, but it's actually a really beautiful process to be able to do that for others in the future, but also have someone that can help do that for you. So go and find that person. I want to invite you and challenge you to find one person for every challenge or goal that you set and ask them the question. People will really love to help you out. Be proactive. Take steps to anticipate. I love to follow a SWOT analysis. Who here knows what SWOT is? S-W-O-T. Strengths, weaknesses, opportunity, threats. So whenever I set a goal, I do a SWOT analysis. What are my strengths in this area? Like, what can I be really great at? What are my weaknesses? What do I need to work on? What's the opportunity in this? Where can I find opportunity to make my goal happen sooner, faster, better? And what are my threats? What's going to be standing in my way? I actually love to do a SWOT analysis on my own business every single month. I'll just sit down and I'll just write it out. And it's just a really great way to get clear on what I need to focus on for the month ahead. So that's a little tip for those of you who are entrepreneurs on the line. Build a support system around you. Surround yourself with people who will support you and encourage you and kind of keep you accountable. So this is a really powerful step. Like obviously my husband, Matt, is one of my accountability buddies. He can be pretty brutal sometimes, but I love that about him where he's like, Shan, is this a high paying activity? Is this taking you closer to your step, a step closer to your goal? Loz is a really great one for me. I've got some friends on the line, uh, that for me as well. So building that support system around you is such an incredible step. Who are your people? Get input from others and seek advice from them as well. Stop being afraid to ask for support. It's okay to reach out to someone and say, hey, I really respect your time. So I don't want to take up too much of it, but I'd just love to know, do you have a resource or a tool that can share with me how I can overcome this? Or would you mind just sending me a quick one minute voice message on somewhere you can direct me to, to try and work out what I'm currently struggling with? Be flexible with your goals as well. Be open to changing. It's okay for you to set a goal and then, you know, pivot halfway through the year and go, you know what? It doesn't resonate with me anymore. Or you know what? I think I was playing a little bit too small. I'm just, I'm going to stretch myself a little bit. Or it's totally okay to redirect and go, okay, a bit off more than I can chew. I loved the optimism, but I'm just going to pipe it down a little bit. Again, be really intuitive with that part of your goal setting. My favorite thing to talk about is how people polarize success or polarize their goal that they want to achieve. So what I mean by this is, let's just say that you want to work on your marriage and you're thinking in your head, I'll be happy when we go on more date nights or my goal is to have more intimacy or my goal is to have more time where we connect and talk and have deeper meaningfuls or whatever it might be, right? So many people polarize the goal and think that it's going to be positive, 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 plus, plus, plus. But in the process, I really want you to think about what's the downside to this goal? And I know this sounds really strange to do, but it's a really important step to think about, well, you know, because we'll be having more deep and meaningfuls and having bigger, like wider, deeper, more expansive communication, maybe things are going to come up that are really uncomfortable to talk about. Maybe things are going to come up where I'm going to hear something that I don't really want to hear, but I've opened myself up and welcomed in those types of conversations with my partner. 
Or maybe it's for me, for example, when we decided to have a baby, of course it was going to be difficult, right? So we really understood that one of our desires was to start a family, but we also understood that this time is going to be challenging. We understand that there's no sleep. We understand that we're going to have to learn how to parent. We understand that actually really, in fact, Rui is parenting us and we're going to have to go through so much self-development and spiritual growth to become the parents that we want to be for him. So don't polarize the goal. Understand that there are going to be speed bumps along the way. Be persistent. Don't give up when you're faced with challenge. Challenge is actually just this beautiful way to help you become the person you need to be. It's an incredible tool and resource to help you elevate, expand, up-level. So instead of giving up when it gets hard, really sit with it and go, what's the silver lining here? Who am I becoming? What am I learning? It's just a really, really great way for you to embrace change and challenge. And I think that the most successful people in my circle of influence, whenever they're head on with a challenge, I'm just so inspired by the way they go and be resourceful and go and find the answer of how they can overcome that. And that's what inspires me to do the same thing. Learn from your mistakes. So if you do come across a challenge, take time to reflect. That's what my hour of power in the morning is all about. I journal, I free flow. I I really love prompts like, what can I learn from this? How can I be better? What could I've done better? Like for example, you might be having a difficult conversation with a girlfriend or, or a guy friend and things come up where it's uncomfortable and you're kind of faced with a little bit of conflict which is totally normal in relationships, right? And maybe you did something out of line. Maybe you kind of did something below the belt or you did something out of integrity. And instead of you hiding from the truth there, I really invite you to sit with it and go, what could I have done better here? How could I have been a better communicator? How could I have apologized better? How could I have done something there to restore integrity of that relationship? think that's probably one of the most powerful characteristics of people who do create success in their world when they really sit down with the mistakes that they've made and and learn from that. Last but not least is be resilient. Be mentally and emotionally prepared for setbacks and failure and speed bumps and slaps in the face and the glass ceilings and the punches in the guts. (laughs) This is all part of the journey. And don't forget, oh my gosh, one of my favorite, favorite quotes is Let me now think about it, mum brain. It's not about the end result. It's about the journey there. That's the most beautiful part about goal setting. You have to understand like, yes, the end result is what we're here to do and it's beautiful and it's fun and it's inviting and it's yummy, but actually it's who you become along the way that is the fun part. In hindsight, when you look back, you go, wow, I'm so, so proud of myself and the growth that I've had. So I want to do something with you guys and I want to spend the next 10 minutes doing a little bit of a closed eye. So if you feel a little bit weird about having your screen on to do a closed eye, I'm welcoming you to turn it off. We're just going to go through a 10-minute closed eye right now to really help you envision and feel emotionally, have that somatic feeling in our body so that you can really understand that emotion because evoking the emotion, like Lauren was saying before, embodying who it is that you need to become is a big key to this. So Feel free to turn your screens off right now. I want everybody to close their eyes and I'll see you in 10 minutes, okay? Now take a deep breath in through your nose to relax your mind and your body. Breathe out through your mouth and 
make your breaths long and slow and steady. Don't worry about what anyone else around you is doing or thinking. I want you to tune into you. Release that breath slowly, and when the air is all the way out, then take another deep breath in through your nose. Let your lungs fill up with air, and when you're ready to release, do so slowly again, calmly and peacefully. Now, this time I want you to take a long breath through your nose and this time I want you to envision the air moving up through your body from the bottom of your spine all the way up into your head like a straw, like you're breathing in air through a straw all the way up into your head and I want you to hold it for a moment and then release slowly. We're going to do that one last time. Breathe all the way in, up through your body, up your spine like it's a straw and hold that breath at the top of your head. Envision it swirling around in your head. And with this breath out, I want you to allow all your thoughts, all your mind chatter to leave with this breath out. I want you to now go back to breathing like you normally would. Any thoughts that appear in your mind, think of them like a cloud in the sky. They just appear, but let them pass on by. Allow your mind to be focused on your body, on your breath, and on the present moment. Now, there's a creative intelligence that lives within you that loves you so very much, that wants the very best for you and your life. And it has the ability to allow you to create whatever it is you want for your life. It has the power to co-create with you your divine destiny. You are a creature of creative being. You are constantly in creation mode. With the power of your thought, your desire, your decision, your imagination, your faith, today you can create a life that is far beyond your wildest imagination. With your action, with your persistence, today is the day you create the life you are worth living for. Now, think about What is the greatest expression of yourself that you can be? Your future self. Who you know you can be. How would a great person think? How would a great person act? How would such an individual live? How would he or she love? What does greatness feel like? I want you to move into this state of being. It is time to change your energy and broadcast a whole new vibrational frequency. When you change your energy, you change your life. Let the thought become the experience and let the experience produce an elevated emotion in your heart. 
what is the greatest expression of yourself? How do you act? How do you love? How do you share? What does your life look like? How does it feel? Come on, you can do this. Let your thought become your experience so that your body emotionally believes that the future you is already living now. Because the truth is, you already have everything within you to be your future self. Move into a new state of being. How would you feel if you were already this person? You can't get up as the same person you were when you sat down. You have to feel so much gratitude for this future version of you, this future life, so that your body begins to change ahead of the actual event. And accept that this new ideal is already you. Become it. Breathe it. To be empowered, to be free, to be unlimited, to burn the boats and have a burning desire for more, to make the definite decision that this is it, to have faith. You are worthy and you have what it takes to be creative, to be genius, to be divine. That is who you really are. Once you feel this way, memorize this feeling. Don't ever forget it. Now place your hand on your heart and take a deep breath in. Can you feel your heart beating? You are living as your greatest self. Come on, let's do it again. Can you create yourself out of nothing one more time? Keeping your eyes closed, I want you to slowly stand up. Keep your hand on your heart and stay connected. What is the greatest expression of yourself? Begin to think like this ideal again. What would you say to yourself? How would you walk? How would you breathe? How would you move? How would you live? How would you feel? Allow yourself to emotionally feel like this new self so much that you begin to move into a new state of being. It's time to change your energy again and remember what it feels like to be this person. Expand your heart. Who do you want to be when you open your eyes? Feel empowered once again. Move into a new state of being. You are signaling a new vibration, a new personality, a new personal reality. This is where you create your destiny. From this elevated state of mind and body, it is time to demand your new reality. Feel invincible, powerful, inspired, grateful, and joyful. From this new state of being, I want you to picture an event that you want to experience and let that image become the blueprint of your future. Observe that reality. Where are you? Who are you with? Allow all the possibilities to collapse into your life as an experience. See it, command it, hold it. Let your energy now become entangled with that destiny. That future event has to find you because you created it with your own imagination and your own energy. 
Let yourself go and create the future you want in certainty, in trust, knowingness. Don't analyze it. Don't try and figure out how it'll come to happen. That's not your job to control the outcome. It is your task to create and leave the details to a greater mind, a greater intelligence. As you stand here right now, as the observer of your future, simply bless your life with your own energy. From a state of gratitude now, be one with your destiny. From a new state of mind and body, give thanks for your new life. Feel how you would feel when you have these things manifest in your life because living in a state of gratitude is living in a state of receivership. Feel like your prayers are already answered. Finally, it is time to turn to that power within you and ask it for a sign in your life. If today you observed the secret, if you're ready to harness it, if you emulated this greater mind as a creator of your life and you made contact with it, then it should show cause in your life. Know that this is real, that this exists, and now you have a two-way communication with this system. And ask that this sign from this universal intelligence comes to you in a way that you least expect it, that surprises you and leaves no doubt that this new experience has to come in your life. I want you now to ask for a sign. And now, in a moment, when you hear the next song play, I'm going to ask you to bring your awareness back into your body, back to your new mind, to your new environment, and into a whole new line of time. When you hear the next song play, I want you to dance like your future self would dance. I want you to dance like no one is watching, and I want you to be the greatest version of yourself. Act like the greatest version. Show up like the greatest version, because you deserve it let's get back into the last part and we're going to be wrapping this up in the next couple of minutes we're going to just give you some quick tips on how where you go from here hopefully you guys are feeling inspired you've got maybe some creative juices flowing you've got some vision casting that you're excited to do but I just want to give you some tips on what action to take because all this is really beautiful but unless you go and take some inspired action off the back end of it it's just a hallucination so some things that I would really encourage you to do is if you haven't already, take the time to actually fill out the playbook, like get clear on your visions and your values, set goals that align with them, but then actually map out the action plan, which is using those sheets that Shen spoke through about, okay, what does that goal look like three months from now? What is the action I actually needed to take? What are some of the challenges that I can anticipate? How do I plan for them? How do I set myself up to win? So do that piece. Another thing I'd encourage you to do is embody it. So visualizations are great for that. So meditations, things like Shen just shared, you can get into that energy and visualize that next little version of yourself by listening to meditation. By if you want to connect with your vision, have some fun and maybe make a Pinterest board. Like go on Pinterest and pin different images that bring about the energy that you want to embody, the vision that you see. Maybe it's the picture of you and the family. It's the beach. It's how you want to feel in your beautiful creative study or your space. It might be the holiday that you want to have with the family. It might be where you want to go and celebrate once you hit that business goal. So Pinterest and like vision boards are a really good way to connect with the energetics. The booklet is going to help you actually map out your action plan 
Another little tip that I would encourage you to do is the actual goal setting template, the one pager. You see there's two colors, there's a his and the hers. So what I do, and Oshem said this at the start, she does this as well, is I actually sit down and once I've written my goals out for the year underneath my value headings, both my hubby and I, we laminate ours and we put it in our shower. So what we're doing is we're priming ourselves every single day and we're looking at it. So when your brain is looking around, there's so much information. It doesn't actually take it all in. It just zones out things that's important and it can get overwhelmed. So what you want to do priming is where you're feeding your brain and you're telling your brain what information you deem important. So it kind of just deciphers out the rest. It just picks out things. This is where confirmation biases come in. So when you're priming your brain, so for an example, if I look at my goals in the morning and I've said, well, I'll give you an example. Actually, last year, I really wanted to buy a Jeep. I don't know if you got a car on your list. I want to buy a Jeep. And suddenly I started seeing the Jeep that I wanted to see. I wanted to buy. I saw it everywhere. Has that happened to anybody else? You say you want something, you see a car, it's like the game Spoto, and then you start seeing it everywhere. That's an example of priming. Those cars are probably always there, but you've primed your brain that that's something that was important to you or that's relevant. So you start seeing more of it. So this is the same with your goals. If you're priming yourself in the morning and you're looking at your goals, you're reminding yourself what opportunities to look for. You're setting up your brain to work for you. Maybe the opportunities are always there, but before it drowned it out, well, now it's going to be like, okay, that's an opportunity. I'm, that's important. That's relevant to the goals I primed myself with this morning. So it's a really cool way. It's actually called your RAS. I don't know if anyone has heard of your RAS before, your reticular activating system. It's a part in your brain that does this for you. So that's why, this is why having your goals in the shower, or if you want to put them in your diary or in your mirror, connecting with them every day helps you prime your brain on what's important. Another little tip to help you embody, you'll see at the top of the goal setting template, there's a space there for you to pop a word. So think about when you're watching, maybe you can share your word. When you were doing that visualization, was there a word that came up for you? When you think of your next level self, is there a word that you're like, that I need to connect with that daily? That word's important to the energy I want to bring about. That's how my next level of me would show up. We've got connection, aligned, persistence, excitement, intention, spontaneous connection, self, gratitude, boundaries. I know for me, my word this year is presence, inspired, on fire, joy. I love it. So there's a space there for you to put a word. So whatever word that you feel like when you're doing that visualization and that meditation, what was the word that came to you? What's the energy you want to embody? Have that word as your embodiment piece. Or another tip on what you can do is you can write instead of using a word as your anchor for the year, you can actually create an affirmation. So how this works is think about your most your self-limiting belief. There's obviously, there's a goal or something that you guys have said that you want to set. And if you're brave enough to share, I'd encourage you to, what's the thing that comes up for you when you think about that goal for a reason why maybe you can't do it? What's like a challenge that you can anticipate, like a self-limiting belief that keeps coming up for you that you're like, I would do that, but like, I just can't. So this is another strategy you can do rewire your most your self-limiting belief that's getting in the way of your goals by turning it into an affirmation. So whatever the thing that you is a shitty stinking thinking that you keep telling yourself, use this as an opportunity to rewire it and reaffirm it every day. So for an example, I'm just going to use time because Rachel was time. What would be a positive affirmation you could do to reword that? So I have time expands for everything that's important to me. Flip it on its head and create it as a positive affirmation, like something that's happening present tense. So you can help every morning when you're priming your brain and you're looking at your goals, you're having the opportunity to rewire that self-limiting belief. So you've got to flip it on its head and then write it in present tense. So I'll try to use another one. Barbie says, I procrastinate way too much. 
So maybe an affirmation for that would be, I take inspired action daily on the things that are important to me. Imposter syndrome. So something like that might be, I share honestly and authentically my journey. Because that's not about pretending that you've got everything sorted. It's just making sure that you're honest, like you're learning every day. You're going to, yeah, I don't have all my stuff together just yet, but I'm owning the fact that I'm learning and I'm excited to learn. and I'm excited to help others in the process. Kim's self-learning belief is I am me and I'm not that person. So maybe an affirmation is I am more than enough. I am exactly where I need to be to attract the life that I want to create. So have some fun with this, guys. Visualizations, embodiment. You can create your word that you want to connect with this year. Maybe rewire it to be an affirmation. Set your goals up or laminate them in your bathroom or put them somewhere where you can connect with them daily. But we really hope that you guys have enjoyed today. We've had so much fun hanging out with you guys. I hope you loved the workshop. And what we would really, really love, because it brings us so much joy, is tag us in your goals. I want to see what that template looks like for you if you're open to sharing. I always say put it out there so that you're accountable to the universe. Or your word or your affirmation. If that, if you don't want to share your goals intimately online, maybe share your word with us or your new affirmation for the year so we can cheer you on as well. Yeah, it brings us so much fulfillment to see you guys expand and become the best version of you. So it would mean so much to us if you could tag us and yeah, just show us what it is that you've got from this workshop. So we're going to love you and leave you there. We've loved hanging out with you guys today. Thank you for spending your Saturday morning with us or Friday evening. We appreciate you. We love you so much. Have so much fun with this. And let's connect in a year from now as your next level self. (laughs) Enjoy the rest of your weekend, guys. Bye, Bye, guys. Enjoy. (laughs)